welcome to The Data Student, a podcast about data for beginners by a beginner. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the University of the People. The University of the People is a private online school founded in 2009 by entrepreneur Shai Rashef. The school is known for being quote-unquote tuition-free, and some of their goals are to utilize the internet to provide distance education, offer programs at minimal cost, provide a wide range of financial assistance options, and to promote the university's programs in underserved regions of the world. To that end, the school serves students in places like Syria, Haiti, Yemen, Liberia, and other countries where higher education isn't easily accessible. They now serve around 24,000 students around the world, and many of the students I interacted with while I was there were from countries like the U.S., Canada, and Australia as well. I'm your host, Daniel Constable, and today I'll be exploring the University of the People and whether or not it's worth it for people who want to become a data scientist. This is The Data Student. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Data Student. So in this episode, I'm going to be exploring whether or not I thought it was worth it uh, going back to school at the University of the People. So just to give you a little bit of background about my situation, since everyone is different, everyone you know needs that background information to make their own decision. Uh, back in the fall of 2018, I decided that I wanted to start learning more about data analysis and programming. It's, uh, I guess, it's the time of recording. It's May 2020 right now. Uh, So it's been a little bit over a year. So what I did is I signed up for my first class. Uh, It was a class in the Analytics uh, Essential Tools and Methods MicroMasters on edX through Georgia Tech, uh, the master's program that I eventually am going to be applying to. That's my goal. And so while I was in this class, I realized that I didn't have the background that I needed uh, to complete the course, right? So, you know, it required some programming background. The course is pretty heavy in R. A little bit of math knowledge is is required as well. Uh, And I didn't have any programming or statistics background. I thought I was going to just be able to, uh, to wing it, right? Okay, so I dropped out of that course about a week or two into it when I realized that it wasn't going to be feasible. Uh, And so I started on this path to self-learning to kind of pick up the background that I needed to succeed in this program. Okay, so... You know, I tried a lot of different things. I tried a lot of different things. I was living and working remotely at that time, uh, you know, as a digital nomad. I think I was in Croatia uh, when all of this was going on. So I was doing everything online. Okay, so I tried, you know, courses on Coursera, edX, um, you know, Udemy and and all these kinds of different resources. And then I came across this uh, this university called University of the People. Their quote unquote tuition free model was pretty interested to interesting to me. So I paid the $60 application fee and I started on my courses. Um, So that's kind of the background of how I ended up at the University of the People. I'm going to be talking about a couple of different things in this episode. I'll go through, you know, what kind of accreditation the school has, how much it costs, you know, 
tuition free, I said is in quotes. I'm going to be talking about what kinds of courses and programs they offer. Uh, how the courses actually work, uh, what it's like to transfer from, you know, University of the Pupil to an accredited school, if that's something that you want to do. Uh, and just whether or not the whether or not I thought it was worth my time and money to be at the school. Okay, so let's dive in. Um, so what kind of accreditation does University of the People have? And I have this up on my screen because, you know, accreditation in the United States uh, is a little bit confusing, okay? Because uh, there's something called regional accreditation and national accreditation in the United States for universities. Uh, you know, it's a little bit confusing, so I'm not going to dive into the specifics here, but what you need to know is that University of the People is a nationally accredited university, which they advertise and you'll definitely see in their marketing materials. Uh, but that is actually a little bit misleading because while you might think logically that a national accreditation is better than a regional accreditation, that's actually not the case in the United States. What you really want, the gold standard for a University in the United States is a regional accreditation. And right now, University of the People does not have that. Um, so so that's important. That's something very important for you know, for you to know. Uh, last I heard, they are seeking regional accreditation in the United States, um, but they are not at that level level now. Okay, so practically speaking, what this means, is that there aren't a lot of schools that are going to accept a University of the People uh, graduate. Like if you take uh, your first, your freshman and sophomore level classes at University of the People, they more than likely aren't going to transfer over to a regionally accredited program and you might have trouble uh, getting into a grad school if you do complete your entire bachelor's degree at University of the People. For example, the online program at Georgia Tech, as far as I know, does not accept University of the People graduates. Okay, so that's a very important distinction for you to be aware of. Um, and I'll talk a little bit more about that uh, later on in this podcast. Now, how much does the University of the People cost? Because they advertise themselves as being tuition free, again, quote unquote. Um, so I guess it is true that it's tuition free, uh, but that's not quite accurate. I think that's a little bit misleading because they do charge fees for their courses. Okay, so when you apply, you pay sixty bucks. Every time you take a course at University of the People, you're going to pay at least a hundred dollars. It's like a exam fee that you have to pay. Um, and then if you are in a course that requires a proctor, uh, you're going to have to pay a fee for that proctor if you don't have someone in your community that can do it for you. Okay, so, you know, the courses are reasonably priced. Again, 100 bucks. that's nothing compared to a, a traditional school. Uh, but tuition-free, again, doesn't mean free at this school. Um and for me, I was transferring courses over into the program so that I could get started on the uh, computing courses and math courses immediately. So I transferred in my courses that I took from my uh, 
university and undergrad. I did go to undergrad at Miami University in the U.S. Um, and I did have to pay to transfer those um, courses over. I think I had to pay, uh, let's see, I have it here on my screen, I believe, uh, maybe, I don't think I have it pulled up, ah, transfer credit, there it is, okay, so it looks like I had to pay uh, $136 to transfer uh, credits over into the program. I, I'm not 100% sure exactly uh, what the fee is per course, but just know if you do want to transfer credits in, you are going to have to pay for that as well. Um, if you're going to get a whole entire bachelor's degree, you'll end up paying somewhere in the range of two to $3,000. If you want to get a grad degree, you're looking at paying $4,000 to $5,000 for that program. So again, definitely not free. Uh, it's cheaper than others, but definitely not free. Uh, so that is important to know, right? Okay, now what kinds of courses and programs do they offer? So they keep it pretty simple. Uh, you can earn associates and bachelor's degrees in business administration, computer science, and health science, and you can get a grad degree and you can get an MBA or a master's of education. Okay, so, but this goes back to that accreditation deal, right? So the MBA is not accredited by any of the major accreditation agencies for business schools. Uh, that's the AACSB, the AMBA, or the EQUIS, none of those accreditations. And as far as I know, I don't believe schools in the, uh, like K through 12 schools in the US are going to recognize uh, their master's in education if they don't have the appropriate accreditation. Okay, now how do those courses work once you're signed up? Um, so basically, you're looking at courses of eight weeks. They're entirely online. They're asynchronous, meaning that you never meet with a professor. You never meet, uh, you know, as a group. Okay, so you know, the school, their goal is to serve students in parts of the world where there might not be access to quality Wi-Fi. Okay, so we're talking about Yemen, Syria, uh, you know, countries in Africa, places where they might not have good enough Wi-Fi uh, or access to Wi-Fi to download resources, uh, watch, you know, stream videos. Uh, that kind of thing. So the course materials are pretty basic. Uh, you're going to be doing readings, discussion posts, and responses, a weekly assignment, for example, a programming assignment, uh, some practice quizzes, and exams. Uh, if you want to do any learning outside of that, uh, you know, any videos or anything like that, you have to go find supplemental materials like Khan Academy or something of that nature. So that's a little bit of the background. Um, if you want to go from U of People to an accredited school, which I did talk about a little bit before, uh, U of People is on record as having partnerships with some of these schools. So NYU Abu Dhabi, uh, students who perform really well at University of the People, and they finish an associate's degree, uh, they're eligible to apply to NYU Abu Dhabi. Uh, you got UC Berkeley, so students who do really well and get an associate's degree at the school, are eligible to apply to UC Berkeley and University of Edinburgh, you know, kind of the same deal. If you 
study health science at University of the People and complete your studies, you're eligible to apply to the University of Edinburgh. Um, so just keep in mind, though, that none of these schools guarantee any entrance, no matter how well you perform. There's nothing guaranteed. If you're from the U.S., uh, Guam, Puerto Rico, and the U.S. Virgin Islands and parts of Canada, you can transfer to Western Governors University, which is regionally accredited and also an online school. More expensive than the University of the People, but it is a le- legitimate school, a legitimate degree that you can earn completely online, and you can transfer credits from U of People to that school. Um, there are some schools uh, that may accept your courses from University of the People. Um, But again, nothing is guaranteed. If you go to my website, daynoteconstable.me, and you go to resources and read my article about whether or not the school is worth it, there is a graphic there um, that someone from the Discord server at U of People put together uh, where you can see some of the different schools that might accept those credits. Okay, so join that Discord server and you'll get, uh, you'll get some good information. All right, so is University of the People worth it? You know, kind of the entire point of this podcast. So I'm going to break this down into a few different buckets, okay? So I'm going to talk about three different buckets. The first bucket is someone who's retraining or preparing for grad school, which is what I was. So I graduated from a school in the U.S., a regionally accredited university, um, and I wanted to take these courses for the knowledge to prepare for grad school. I want to go to the online master's in analytics at Georgia Tech, and so I decided to take these courses uh, to go back to school. All right. Now, if you're in that situation... Uh, University of the People can be worth it. Uh, So there's not a lot of evidence out there, um, but there is one Reddit user who I came across. Uh, They already had a bachelor's and master's degree in something unrelated to computer science, Um, but they did go to University of the People. They took something like 10 of their courses, um, and then they tran- and then they transferred over. They applied to the masters in computer science at Georgia Tech, and they were able to get into school using those courses. But they did already have uh, that that established accredited background. Okay, um, for me personally, I left U of People after just a few courses because I found their methods, you know, to be frankly pretty boring and repetitive. Um, I'm now working on the professional data, professional data science certificate through HarvardX on edX, which I do think is better. Um, so it's kind of up to you if you already have a degree and you're okay with their teaching methods um, and the school that you're applying to isn't going to require uh, regionally accredited prereq courses, then yes, you have people can be worth it for you. Uh, It's a cheap way to get that background knowledge. All right, bucket number two is a Western student going uh, for their first bachelor's degree. So I'm talking about people from countries like the U.S., from Canada, from the U.K., from Australia, uh, New Zealand, that type of place. 
it gets a little bit tricky here. Um, I don't know that I can recommend you have people as your undergraduate degree from one of these countries just because, um, you know, it's new, relatively new. It's not regionally accredited. Uh, people really don't know what it is. It has a bit of a kitschy name. Um, so if someone sees on their resume, I don't know how serious they're going to take it. Uh, I really don't know if it's going to do you much better than like some certificates on edX or Coursera, uh, would, would help you. Um, honestly, if you're in the U S and you're concerned about, uh, about tuition prices, I would recommend going to a community college first. Uh, your local community college usually has classes at a pretty good price, uh, you can do all of your foundational coursework there and then transfer over to a traditional university. Um, you know, and and a little bit of debt is okay. Like if you go $20,000 into debt um, getting your bachelor's degree, but you go from making 30K a year to 50K a year, uh, you already made up for, for that debt, okay? Now, if, you, if you're studying the for computer science at University of the People, studying the bachelor's degree, uh, more and more companies are, you know, not caring as much about even having a degree period when it comes to like web development and, you know, computer science related positions. So you of people is still a good opp- opportunity there. Computer science, I, I would say, sure, go ahead. I mean, you don't necessarily even need a degree to begin with to get a job, so it can't really hurt you. Uh, But the business degree and health degree, I would probably stay away from it for those. Um, And kind of the last bucket is a student from an underserved part of the world. Uh, You know, someone who is out in Yemen or Syria or something of that nature uh, and may not have access to a quality university uh, around them. Um, I do think that this is an interesting opportunity for you, Uh, but what you need to know is that, um, you know, University of the People does not have full accreditation in the U.S. So if you're planning on going to the school and then trying to get a visa to live and work in the U.S. or something like that, uh, I'm not sure that that's going to work for you. Um, if you're just trying to train yourself to work in your own country, um, then this might be a good option for you, uh, because of being able to do it online, being able to do it from home. If you don't have a quality school that's accessible for you, wherever you are in the world, uh, most certainly this, this program is better than nothing by all means. Uh, if you're, if it's this or nothing at all, uh, yeah, I can definitely say that university of the people is worth it. Um, but I do not think that University of the People is truly equivalent to an accredited American university. Uh, from my experience, their classes were about half the content as a full course in the U.S. Like my statistics course, the intro to statistics course uh, was about half of the content of a true intro to statistics course. They split it into that and then statistical inference. And I think those two courses together would make up one course in an undergraduate degree in the U.S. 
All right, so hopefully that helps clear things up a little bit for you. Um, Of course, I'm always happy to answer any questions that you have. Just go to my website, danielconstable.me, and send uh, any questions. Go to the contact form and send any questions that you have about this into me, and I'm happy to answer them. And I look forward to, you know, the next podcast that we have together. Take care.